If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host... Mallory Donahue. There we go. And uh, just adjusting my microphone and everything and getting ready uh, for this live broadcast. It's good to see you all. Oh, I wonder, oh, is this one of those mornings where comments are not loading? Oh, no. It says Lauren joined. Ah, there we go. Yay, yay, yay. Carmen, Carmen commented. Um, <clears throat> Good morning, Carmen. <laughs> I'm I'm very glad that uh, the comments are working. Occasionally, uh, things can happen where, uh, you know, just technology things can happen. So anyway, hello, Betsy and Lauren and Beverly. It's good to see you all. And I just want to feel free to compliment a ton of you. You've been posting so many wonderful projects in the group, and it's fabulous to see you. Fabulous to see you sewing. So, um, uh, I wish I was getting more sewing done. Actually, I'm a little sad. I was going to try and get another one of those, like, crop top legging outfits done, but it's definitely on my list to do. And next time, since I know I like them, I know I like to wear them, and I kind of, like, have the pattern figured out, I'm going to cut out several at once. So, (laughs) oh, Jennifer says, my sweet husband took my toddler outside so I can actually enjoy this uninterrupted. So, um... That's good. Uh, And then Noah asks, oh, there's a sneak peek of the box. Yes, so I I forgot. uh, (laughs) I was drawing a lot of stuff last night, uh, and I forgot to bring um, the little uh, picture up this morning that I drew last night. But those of you who follow us on Instagram, and then I also shared it to the group, um, saw that we are going to, our next box is going to be focusing all on knits, uh, sewing with knits. Now, I might have a couple other thing in the, things in the box that don't maybe like directly apply to knits or that things that would apply to um, other sewing ventures, not just knits, okay? Uh, but that's what we're going to focus on. And so I'm really excited to share that with you. And so I don't have a sneak peek of any items or anything like that uh, because the people who are going to get a really special sneak peek our previous box purchasers. So those of you who purchased a box before, you all need to be looking in your email box, uh, email inbox soon, okay? So those of you um, who have previously purchased a box, check that out. I always give the people who um, have purchased the box a little chance to kind of get in on it because we, I think that we're going to do this this time. We limit the number of boxes that we actually have available. And so they will get uh, a chance just to get in on that. And then if, if you know, we sold 100 last time, so I'll try to give a, you know, um, a plenty of notice to everybody, try to make sure there are enough boxes. Of course, if we sell out in one day, we could, you know, make room for more boxes, but we have to order all these things in bulk and make sure they get here and make sure there aren't, you know, terrible delays or anything like that. I mean, who would... Who would think that anything like that could happen? Which is kind of ironic because this week's sponsor for the 
uh, live broadcasts are ZD's favorite scissors, and these are available in our store, okay, uh, online at SewHere.com shop, and you'll see these are called the 6-inch comfort handle scissors, and they are making this live broadcast possible, so if you're enjoying it and you don't have a pair already, um, but a lot of you do because these came in the last box, and they are so fabulous. They are very comfortable to use. They're super sharp. Actually, I accidentally cut something I wasn't supposed to cut yesterday with them, and they're so sharp. Um, so they're very sharp. They are very comfortable, and, you know, they have this smaller blade, of course, that allows you to be precise, and the larger handles don't just make it comfortable, but they make them easy to find. So, you know, if you're searching around for, like, the itty-bitty little, um... Uh, you know, the scissors that might be next to your sewing machine, these are really awesome because they have the larger handles. So, no, Karen was asking if the thing I accidentally cut was my finger, and uh, it was not my finger. It was actually some fabric, but, like, actually part of my leggings, and I was like, wow, these are really sharp. It just, like, I think I kind of went at it a little too hard because I was expecting to have to, like, press down harder, but of course, if you have a sharper blade, you know, they, they cut more easily, and these feel, they feel so nice. There's like a little bit of resistance. The, the blades are, you know, rubbing together in order to, you know, cut, but like, oh, it feels so nice. Our scissors that we have, and mom told me, um, they're probably about uh, 11 years old. That's how long we had the shop for. And she said it was just about before we got the shop that she got hers. So our pair is 11 or 12 years old, and they feel a little loose. Um, so I need to get them professionally tightened. But yeah, the new ZD's favorite scissors, if you get a new pair, you are just going to... Uh, absolutely love them. So if you don't have a pair of these scissors, and you know what? They are, they're priced at like $18.99. And, you know, I, I thought, yeah, that's that's like a kind of an expensive pair of sewing scissors. And nice scissors are going to be pricier. But I actually, then I was kind of looking at some other pairs of scissors. And you know, I these other scissors, like Ulfa has a pair, and I'm sure they're, I, well, I know they're fabulous because I ordered one, but they retail for like $25, and then there's another pair out there, once again, it's retailing for like $24, and they don't have the big, soft handle combined with that smaller blade. Um, Miriam says, what do you use them for? They seem too short for cutting lengths of fabric. Yes, exactly. So, we don't use them, well, we... ZD and I, we really like to uh, cut out patterns and whatnot with a rotary cutter. So we don't cut out patterns of scissors in general. If I did, I'd use a larger pair of shears. Um, but this is for trimming threads, trimming hems, notching, grading, etc., etc. Yeah, and a lot, like everybody who got them in the box is pretty much saying what Jennifer said. You know, I'm not sure I would have bought them since I didn't realize I needed them, but then she got one, got them in her box, and they're just very comfortable to use. So instead of having the itty-bitty snips that you can only get the, you know, your two fingers in, and then they can kind of fatigue your hands after a while, these scissors are just so, they're, they're fabulous. You will not regret it. And, you know, Mother's Day is coming up, or, or... You don't have to have an excuse to buy them. <laughs> you can just buy them for yourself. I um definitely. So uh anyway, the, this product if you could ever get your 
hands on some, you know, go ahead and do it. Uh, and they, they don't cost a lot to ship either because they're very lightweight. So yeah, they're, they won't let your hand get tired. But Miriam, that was a really good question because no, they're not, um, uh, they're not for, they're not, they don't replace fabric shears. They're, they're that lovely middle ground between fabric shear, you know, uh, and then, you know, these for cutting out scissors or for us, really our main, our main tools would be like a rotary cutter, these guys, and then some kind of like itty bitty little squizzery snips, you know? So yeah. Uh, and Janelle says they're really the only scissors I use other, other than my rotary cutter. Yeah. I cut out when I'm cutting fabric for you all, like denim and stuff like that. I cut that all out with a rotary cutter. You know, it's nice. It's easy to go straight. I love it. So anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you've been on the fence about them and you are looking to get yourself something and you'll have them for a long time and I don't have the packaging out right now. Um, these come from Fomore Cutlery. That's the brand. And they come with a warranty and the, uh, uh the ability to, um, go get them professionally sharpened. You can send them back and get them sharpened and oiled, etc. Oh, Jean says she loves her duck bills. Well, that's good. Um, because maybe there will be, there's something maybe, maybe like that. I don't know. In the sew here box, the next one, the stitching with knits. So anyway, yeah. Uh, if you, but you keep a lookout in your email, if you're somebody who's ordered the box, the box will be available to the public. I think I said May 27th. That's when we're going to launch it and it will ship in early July. And Eric says, I'm late, but I'm here. It's okay, Eric. I've just been talking about the scissors and you ordered another pair after you got your box. And, uh, he says that he didn't, he wanted to have a pair for his wife when they go to retreats. They both sew. So yes, absolutely. And they, they're just really wonderful. I think like they're a really good physical, size. You know, you just, you don't lose them too much. Okay. So anyway, those are scissors. We'll have a new little sponsor next week. And, um, actually speaking of sponsors, just like really exciting news to come in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Uh, you all are really awesome. Um, Oh, Jenny asked for the price point of the knit box mentioned. So the past sew here box have all been $94.99 US and $104.99 international. And so that seems to be a good price point for people because we really pack a lot of stuff in there. And so that's what we'll do. Um, we will make sure that the box is full of tools that are valued um, above that price point. You know, everything gets kind of put on sale. And then it also, we spend time designing special goodies for the box. Uh, goodies like the pattern labels that you all saw last time, um, the measurement charts, the pattern labeling checklist, etc. Those of you who ordered the box, you got those as digital downloads. Those will be eventually publicly available, but um, you got kind of a uh, you know, first, first dibs on those. So we work on that. And actually I'm really excited for some physical products, some, you know, branded merchandise, uh, that we like. So, okay. So order yourself some scissors. Hey, Melinda, good to see you. And then I thought that uh, maybe I'd talk about a, um, a, an article that was shared in the group. Noah shared it and it was, um, <laughs> kind of a funny article about, uh, our rompers perpetuating the patriarchy or something, something like that. 
And we talk about uh, women's issues a lot on this podcast or in, in on the other podcast. Mom and I are women, um, a lot of women so, and a lot of women are the people who are making our clothing when we purchase it ready to wear. And so, uh, anyway, this article is very angry about the rompers, you know, and very much <laughs> saying that they uh, perpetuate the um, infantilizing of women and, uh, you know, perpetuate the patriarchy, keeping women down. And it was just kind of funny because uh, a lot of people were like, well, you know, I am a, a feminist, or I, you know, um, am not, like, a fan of, you know, quote, the patriarchy, but I don't think rompers are our biggest issue. And actually, Melinda, you had a really good, <laughs> you had a really good comment, because people were like, well, let's get a romper that says, you know, screw the patriarchy, and Melinda said, let's just wear a romper that says romper on it, and then I can do whatever I want. And so, to me, for me personally, and I'm not someone who's, like, I don't have a a sociology degree. I don't have a women's studies degree. I am not the most, I'm not the most, uh, what do I want to say, like educated person, particularly on this topic. Uh, but I think a big part of, you know, human rights and feminism is that we get to um, choose what we want to wear. And so you get to make anything. Um, and yes, Eric Eric said this is the room for rompers because, of course, I say hello to you all by name and I get compared to romper room. So yeah, that t- just lots of connections here. <laughs> and then a lot of you may know that the public page for uh, the self-sewn wardrobe, I'm like sitting there with some serger thread and I have a, a shirt that says screw the patriarchy on it. And um, I have uh, thought about writing a blog post like why am I wearing a shirt that says screw the patriarchy on it? And so, uh, you know, that shirt doesn't necessarily mean, and of course, in uh, in my opinion, and the definition of feminism does not mean that we hate all men. I'm married to a man. I'm, I'm pregnant with a little man right now. Uh, there's going to be another little boy in our family. Uh, sir, and I was uh, raised by a wonderful uh, man who my uh, mother married when I was five. And, you know... There are a lot of examples of society and in the world of women not being treated as um, as people unto themselves. And I remember hearing hearing that definition uh, or hearing that statement in college because I, of course, I always felt like I was a strong woman and raised by a strong woman. I have two sisters, and one of my sisters um, was a police officer, and so she is in a little bit more of like a man's profession. And um, But this teacher who was teaching us about some uh, global conflicts in, in the world, she said a lot of the problems that these women face is they're not treated as an you know, an end unto themselves. They're often treated as a means to an end. A woman is viewed as a vehicle for children, uh, a vehicle for, and those, you know, those children are often viewed as, you know, laborers or uh, a way to perpetuate the family. And we talked about some very sensitive issues of, you know, like bride burning that can happen in certain parts of the world. And, um, you know, so it seems like, well, of course women should be treated as full human beings, but unfortunately, it doesn't happen all of the time. It 
also, this issue is not, of course, isolated just to women. There are a lot of, uh, you know, people in the world who aren't treated as people. But women are, I think, a little over half the population, and they experience some disproportionate um, issues in the world. So that's why, and then also I'm a snarky person, and so that's why I wear a shirt call uh, that says screw the patriarchy on it. <laughs> you know, um, Jean says we're going to talk intersectionality, aren't we? Well, I'm not going to talk about that a whole lot because once again, I feel like I'm a little ignorant. Like I feel like I'm not going to explain it correctly. I, I know that there are some people in this group who are far more educated about it than I am. And I'd really like to do a little bit more just, I just want to speak knowledgeably um, about it. And I was just reading um, Sister Outsider by Audre Lorde, so definitely exploring intersectionality uh, and exploring other people's experiences. And that always seems to come up when I talk about, like, politics and sewing, the fact that everyone has their own experience and we all you know, should talk about it. Uh, and then Melinda made the joke earlier, it's gone, the comment's gone, but she said, I think a lot of us who are in relationships screw the patriarchy regularly. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, you know, part, okay, so if you're going to wear a romper, uh, or if you're going to, like, wear something that kind of looks lingerie-ish in public, maybe, or um, something kind of sexy. Does that make you less of a feminist? Or if you, oh, we were all talking about shaving our armpits. Yeah. So this is something, you know, uh, Ashling posted a picture of her dress and she said, you know, is a strapless dress. And she said, Hey, I've got a problem with the fit here. And she's like, yes, I know. I have hairy armpits. And actually I really, I stopped shaving my armpits and for me personally, it's felt really nice. Um, and then I haven't shaved my legs in a while too. And I don't mean a couple of weeks. I mean eight months, okay? <laughs> like I'll shave them every once in a while. And then of course the, the issue of body hair is a very heavy one as well. And so anyway, do, you know, are you more or less of a feminist if you dress a certain way or shave a certain part of your body? And the answer of course is we all get to do whatever we want that makes us feel good in ourselves without, you know, hurting anybody. So I, my comment on the romper post was agency, agency, agency. And that's, I think, is the real sign of, uh, of a society, of a world that is friendly to all people. The fact that people get opportunities to, you know, be themselves. But, you know, um, the, uh, <laughs> oh, Bronwyn says, oh, is this about the Nylon article about rompers? And um, she said, I stumbled onto this live. I normally do the podcast. Yes, Bronwyn. So uh, we somebody posted the article uh, about the rompers. And, you know, just it was I didn't think it was like really digging deep. And that's what I really want in sewing, in sewing world, in fashion world. Like, let's dig a little deeper here. Actually, I have another idea for a blog post, and, you know, I guess we'll mark this episode explicit, but, you know, every article I read about sewing that's in another publication, like somebody just posted an article from The Guardian, and I must say, I haven't read that article yet, but a lot of people were sort of like, eh, kind of shallow, and it's like, yeah, there is just lots of vapid bullshit out there about sewing, and it's like, you know, oh, 
sewing's coming back. People's grandmothers sewed. So and 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 uh, you know, people are just want to get in touch with their with the you know process of making their clothes, and they get all touchy feely about it, and it kind of pisses me off. I'm like, you know, a lot of us are sewing because we don't like what the fashion world is offering, or we don't like how the fashion world is treating workers. Um, you know, and I don't know. I don't get all. I don't feel all like I am more happy than anyone else because I sew. <laughs> also, I don't like it when people say something like nobody sews anymore. Because let's all think, I, I wrote this down a long time ago. Obviously, people do so. Someone just shared an article about how, you know, they, whoever they are, are trying to perfect a sewing robot. And sewing is a really difficult thing to automate. It has not been accomplished yet. All of your clothing that you didn't make yourself was sewn by a person. And so when you say nobody sews anymore, you're really discounting a lot of the world's population that, uh is like alive and are people and they are sewing you know the those those women um and men you know in those factories who many times are not being paid a living wage or who are in dangerous conditions those people are people so don't say oh nobody sews anymore it's kind of like saying you know if you go to the grocery store like oh nobody grows food anymore well, of course someone's growing your food you know of course someone's sewing your clothes now I understand they might be saying like oh people in my immediately like peer group or my uh you know my society etc cetera, etc cetera, are uh are not sewing, you know, and I'm like, well, that's not, you know, it might be true that people, you know, you know, aren't sewing, but that doesn't mean that nobody sews anymore. Like, it's just, it's just not true. It's really discounting, I feel like, the existence of a lot of people. So, uh, ZD says, whose daughter is this? Who taught her to rant like this? People love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Bronwyn says, remember the workers. So great. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I think it, I I have researched this issue and you know you can follow Fashion Revolution on Instagram and they post a lot about workers and it's it's not it's not saying that like no clothing should be made in like Asia like that's not the point really you know um it's when clothing is made anywhere, when anything is made anywhere, it should be done in a safe way with respect to the actual people. You know, there was a lot of, I mean, a big, huge controversy about forced labor in the fishing industry recently. You know, literally people being treated as slaves, you know, uh, in the fishing industry. So that's important. Mimi says, I just like making stuff and being creative and problem solving and giving myself a wider choice. And yeah, that's for me personally, when I get to sew my own clothes, we talked about this in the bathing suit episode of the podcast. I really get to make choices. I get to make something that is not out there. And Tracy says, and not wearing the same thing as everyone else. Absolutely. Um, so I do get into some of these, you know, uh, more like social or political issues because it's part of my life. It's part of a lot of your lives. And I don't think that like, I'm not a big proponent of like all sewing media just needs to be like happy, happy, joy, joy, you know? Um, yeah, I, I like, I, I don't think it all has to be like super, super feel good all the time. There's plenty of that already, you know? 
<laughs> so we can we can think a little deeper here. We can have these conversations uh, about this. So anyway, uh, next so here box is going to be about knits and um, oh, what else? Uh, romper. You wear a romper if you want to. And oh, Lauren, you said something about selling a mock romper. I'd love to hear more about that. Or if you um, <laughs> or if you uh, are going to write a blog post on it, you know, uh, we'd love to hear about it. And then rom romper slash jumpsuit slash all that jazz. I felt like my maternity outfit that I wore yesterday with the long, long sleeved easy tee and the, um, the leggings, I felt like I was getting the line of a jumpsuit without the bathroom difficulties and things like that. So, uh, um, anyway, I, I felt like I was getting that nice line. And then if you're listening via podcast, you're really missing out on all of the talk about balls that's going on in the comments. <laughs> So anyway, all right. And oh, Kate, I'm going to say hello to Kate. She said, made it live seeing you from the UK. Fabulous to have you. And then if you're watching in Australia, I hope that you're watching because of a good thing, not because of a um, a sick child or something like that. Okay. Somebody, somebody commented. They were like, well, the reason I get to watch live now is because my kid was awake, you know, vomiting or whatever. It happens. <laughs> All right. Well, you all have a lovely day. I have to get off uh, and go to a doctor's appointment and ship some stuff. A little, little bit crazy this morning, but do keep a lookout. The next So Here box will be available um, uh, on May 27th. And leggings class also is going to get... Um, you're going to be hearing more about that. And Mom and Sam and I had a meeting yesterday, and it was... We just, we have so many things on our plate right now, and it's very exciting, and uh, we can't wait to share them all with you. But yeah, I do feel a little bit like my head's going to explode, but in a very good way. And I, you know, occasionally I get a little nervous about going live. I am like, oh gosh, I got to spend the time doing that. I got to get up there on time, da da da. But you all always, you, you give me a lot of energy. It's fabulous to have you. Fabulous to have this group. Love you all. Jay says, I'm in New Zealand and just can't sleep. Good deal. <laughs> all right. Love you all. Uh, I, I will see you later. I hope you get something sewn today. I don't know if I'm going to get anything sewn today, but I do plan on getting more outfits um, uh, cut out tomorrow. So I think that I'll be able to do that. All right. Love you all. Talk to you later. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn.